630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Hi, I'm Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. The reigning Art Ross winner golfing at Zach Hyman's tournament yesterday in Toronto, and uh, Jesse Pugliarvi getting a new contract with the Oilers today, avoiding arbitration one year. $3 million. Mark Stewart hired as a new head coach, or pardon, new, not new head coach, new assistant coach, pardon me, with your Edmonton Oilers, joining head, cro- uh, head coach Jay Woodcroft and assistants Glenn Gullison, Dave Manson. Uh, some notes there from Oil Country today. The Edmonton Elks trading for punter John Ryan. Yes, he of the NFL experience and the Super Bowl championship with the Seattle Seahawks. They trade a late-round draft pick to Hamilton. Ryan, 40 years of age, had not punted for the Tiger Cats this season, just joined them back on July 10th. Okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, we've had this gentleman on the show before, and I uh, love talking to him. I've talked to him uh, off Mike as well in his store, Wayne Sports Card, uh, Sports Cards and Collectibles, just on 90th Avenue, uh, just north of West Edmonton Mall there. Uh, so first of all, you know, I wanted to have, Wayne was on a few months ago, want to have him on again, and I stumbled across this. So let's, let's Derek, let's play this little voice again here to set the scene. The 1952 Topps Mantle rookie card that'll be auctioned is regarded as one of just a handful in near-perfect condition. It's estimated the card could fetch more than $10 million. The record is $6.6 million for perhaps the industry's most legendary card, the 1909 Hannes Wagner that sold a year ago. Next month's auction will bring a hefty profit for Anthony Giordano, who bought the Mantle for $50,000 three decades ago. He says his family's enjoyed showing off the card, and it's time to give the Mick a new home. I'm Sagar Magani. Okay, so uh, there it is. So uh, 30 years later, this uh, the gentleman who owns the card is going to make a uh, pretty good profit. Uh, Wayne Wagner joining us from Wayne's Sports Cards and Collectibles. Uh, Wayne, were you smiling listening to that story? <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite the profit. So, in the in the great pantheon of great sports cards, I, I know the reporter there kind of touched on it, but you'll have a, a great perspective. Like, where does this Mantle rookie card rank in your mind? Well, it's it's one of the highlight cards. Uh, you know, you can you can dive into every different sport and grab names. Uh, you know, that people kind of gravitate to that they want to own. Obviously, in baseball, the Honus Wagner, the Mickey Mantle. In basketball, it's your Michael Jordans. In hockey, it's your Gordie Howes. Uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky's cards like that. But the Mantle just holds that significance because it's a, a baseball card. And I think, obviously, with the, uh, you know, the population of the United States to Canada, obviously, there's uh, much more attention paid to, paid to baseball cards. That Mickey Mantle card is very highly desired, and obviously the high grade it is, I believe it's a 9.5. That's massive in terms of of where grades sit for a card of that age. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned grading because I am going to get to that in in two or three minutes here (laughs) because that's something I've learned a lot about. Uh, You you helped me learn a lot about it when we spoke in your store a few weeks ago. There's going to be an auction for the Mickey Mantle card. 
Now, when I think of an auction, I think of, and hey, we got a bid coming in, 250000 250000 <laughs> It's like... <laughs> Is, is that how this auction is going to be? Will it be a little bit different of an environment? How do these really expensive cards get auctioned off? Well, you're you're going to see uh, another zero added to the end of each one of the numbers that you just echoed. Right. Uh, you know, this card, I think, is going to double with the previous card. I believe the last one sold for just over $5 million. Uh, I honestly believe this one will fetch over ten, And it becomes... Uh, you know, I, I hate to say this loosely, but it almost becomes a status thing that you own this card. And I think that's what keeps levitating these cards to these higher numbers is, you know, you pay 5-2, the next one comes up, you pay 7, the next one comes up, you pay 10, you want to own it, you got to pay 12. And I think that's where the values just keep going is because there's only so many of these cards around. And if you want to own it, you got to pay the price. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's well, but you said it. there is a certain status thing because the value of cards is ultimately determined by the sports card community, right? I mean, usually, usually correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I'm going to put forward a theory from what I've learned from you and my buddy Courtney. Like is, there are certain players who are obviously great players and their cards are worth more. But if but if a, a 19, uh, you know, 75 player from the nhl who played two nhl games if something happened and his card got momentum who knows where it could go right like there's a certain like you know what i'm getting at like say a guy does something passes away has some other story happen in his life that can all affect the value of his cards absolutely uh, it's all based on performance and you know i, I can't echo this enough uh, it, there's a lot of players that play the game that have just amazing stats that they go through their career and they have over a thousand points and 400 goals. You have to kind of be that special player to garner the type of interest. Do we see guys that are outside the zone that get interest? Of course we do. I mean, I, I can bring attention to John Druce back in the playoffs with the Washington Capitals. Uh, John Scott making the All-Star game and doing what he did in the All-Star game. We had people wanting to buy the cards. It doesn't get the card values to these astronomical numbers we're seeing, but you can change a dollar card to a 10 or $15 card by just little instances like that. And I often use a great example, and I think customers in the store get tired of me saying this, but uh, it's, I'm just such a fan of the guy. He's a guy like Ron Francis. For years, he was third in all-time scoring in the NHL, and nobody talked about him. The card market didn't do anything. His rookie card still today is only a $20 or $30 card for a guy who was third in all time in league scoring. So you have to be that special player like the Mantles, like the Roos, like the Michael Jordans, Wayne Gretzky's, Connor McDavid's. That way you get more interest. It's all about supply and demand. Yeah. Well, I, that's a that's a great player to use because he is, like you said, is incredible stats, but you never hear anything about, uh, well, you probably do, but I, you know, the casual person wouldn't hear much about uh, a Ron Francis uh, rookie card or whatever, which is pretty amazing. Okay. Correct. So you mentioned the grade of the card. The, the mantle's a 9.5, you said, so that's very good. Yep. Um, so, and, and I, I, I told the story, I kind of gave the Coles notes of, you know, my buddy looking at the cards, I took photos of my cards, I showed them to you, and you said, well, this is this is great, but, you know, you're not, you know, you might have this, you might you might have this. 
So here's the thing. There are probably people listening who might say, I have Ron Francis's rookie card, or maybe they even have Patrick Waz or Mario Lemieux or who knows, even Wayne Gretzky's or Mark Messier's. But um, that's one thing to say that. It's, an, it's another thing for it to be worth any money. And then another thing for somebody to say, I'm going to give you that amount of money for it. So if you, if you are seriously looking to sell a card or a collection, tell me about the the grading process because it's it's it can be quite a little bit of a timeline here it is so that really does open up a whole can of worms uh, you know pretty much every day Reed, we get people calling in the shop uh, or emails or whatever it is saying hey i've got this collection can you tell me what it's worth it is a very time consuming process you don't just look at a group of cards laying on the table and say this is worth about this much money now you can you can estimate, you know, we all know about the 90s, and I hate using the term, but I'm going to use it, the junk wax eras, uh, where everybody has everything, and we get tons of people walking with those cards, and unfortunately, you have to be the bearer of bad news and say, hey, you know what, unfortunately, they were overproduced, there's not a lot of value for anything really 89.90 through 99.2000, uh, with exceptions, obviously. But when you get to the older cards and you start dealing with these mantles and these Gordy Howes and Bobby Orr's and some of the older cards, grade is essential. Now, I tell most people when it comes to trying to evaluate their cards, can we assist? Of course. Any any sports card shop or anybody who's an expert in the, in the field can absolutely help somebody and kind of give them a direction of where they go. Can we sit and price out every card? No. Uh, you know, I'll be completely honest. We can't do that. When you send a card in to be graded, they take this thing and put it under a microscope. So obviously they look for every nook and cranny. They look at edges. They look at corners. They look at surface wear, uh, back wear. They look at any stains, markings, everything to determine a grade. So I tell most people when they bring a card, let's just say they do bring a Mickey Mantle in the shop, which we've only ever seen two of in the time I've been open. But if they ever did bring a mantle into the shop, I, I tell people to kind of do their own homework. Take a look at all the different sites, the auction sites. eBay is a valuable tool. And kind of use that as a reference point to say, hey, this is my card. Where does this line up compared to the cards that I'm seeing on eBay? Now, to take that a little bit further, you know, I tell people, put yourself in the buyer's shoes. Let's say you don't own this card and you're actually looking to buy it. Now look at a little more you know, more under that magnifying glass, say, well, I'm going to buy it. This person's telling me a grade. I've got to look at this and say, yeah, I'm comfortable with what they're telling me. Now, when you're going on to these sites like eBay and some of these auction sites, always look at completed listings. And that, again, is the extra step that I tell people to take. Anybody can take a card, and again, I'll use the 1990 Pro Set. Anybody can take a 1991 Pro Set Wayne Gretzky card, which is a $2 or $3 value, list it up on eBay for selling for $100. Does that mean that's what the card's worth? Of course not. That's what somebody is asking for it. Go to completed listings, see what the cards actually sell for, and that'll give you a way better understanding of exactly where your card lies. Yeah, it, it's such a, it, it's so interesting to me, and, and, I, and I was talking earlier in the show so if I actually want to get a card graded, we're looking at what I got to send it away and, and wait and sp spend probably what fifty or sixty bucks a card. Correct. Yeah. So right now the way it is, 
There's a long waiting list. Everybody's wanting to get their cars graded because you see the significance of getting it done, you know, not only for value, but it also alleviates a little bit of strain between buyer and seller. Uh, you know, you could look at a card read. I could look at a card. You could evaluate it and say, I think it's a five. I look at it and I could evaluate it and say it's a seven. What's, what's the value? Is it a five or is it a seven? And that's a significant difference in value. Once you get that card graded, you now have a solid number to go by. We look at it, you know, U5, V7, let's say it comes back at a six. Now we have that value saying, okay, this is a graded six card. Now we have an established value that we can go on, look at secondary markets, see what they sold for, and have an idea what that card's worth. The process is exactly what you said. You have to send that card away. Once in a while, the companies do make their way into, uh, you know, places like Edmonton, uh, some of the big shows that show up here, and they set up and they will accept your cards and take them back to their grading stations and get it done. Uh, but most of the time, you have to send it away. I think the wait times now are down. At one point in time during COVID, when everybody was sending cards away, there was up to a year and a half wait time to get your card back. Oh, and and absolutely yes. And the value you were paying $150 per card. Oh. It's it's come down now because they finally caught up. I think we're down to that forty fifty dollar plateau, and I think the wait time now is three months. So this is this is the thing that I have learned, and maybe I've helped other people here because I, I I can't be the only person in my listening range who has hockey cards and who has at some point thought, you know what? Maybe somebody else would appreciate these more. Maybe there's a collector, and maybe I can make. I, I'm not planning on retiring off it, but maybe I can make a little bit of money to have some walking around money, pay for a vacation, whatever. But it, it but it's not that easy because, because like you're saying, I might have a card, and and maybe it's a nice card, and maybe I get it graded, and I spend fifty bucks to get it graded, and it comes back, and it might be a hundred dollar card, but then I have to find somebody who is going to pay a hundred dollars for it, right? It's like it's 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 Absolutely. very complicated. Yeah, you've got to find, after you get the card graded, you've got to find a buyer. And and that's why you don't want to send away, <laughs> I will keep going back to the 1991 set, it's why you don't send a $3 pro set Gretzky card in and pay $30 to get it graded, because even if it comes back at a 10, it might be a 40 or $50 card. You still got to find somebody to buy that card. And uh, I'll be honest, there's not a lot of buyers. Well, maybe a 10. I shouldn't say that. Um, but, you know, you've got to find, and that's why it, it's essential. If you have a Messier rookie, and I'm stepping back from the Gretzky's in the house, if you have a Messier rookie, send it in to be graded. If it's in good shape, if you've got a Ray Bork, if you've got a Paul Coffey, Steve Eiserman, uh, you know, I'll step back into the 70s and your Gila Fleurs and your Bobby Clarks. They're all worth sending worth sending in to be graded if they're in decent shape. If it looks like they've been in somebody's hand and crumpled up into a ball and spread back out, you know, <laughs> then no. It's going to come back at a one, and you're going to probably spend more money on a card like that, getting it graded than it's actually worth, with the exception, again, of the high-end cards. Even a Mickey Mantle at a one or a Gretzky rookie at a one, uh, and I'll go to the Gretzky, even a one Gretzky will still get you 800 to $1,000. Really, like a like a dog chewed it. It could still be a eight hundred dollar card. Absolutely. Wow. See, that's that's amazing to me. Like my my intuition would tell me that I would sooner have a, a, a card of a lesser player in mint condition than a than a totally beat up card of a greater player. So I mean, that's what I've learned. I was my intuition was totally wrong. So <laughs> well, it's... 
Sorry, Reed. I was just going to say it's about owning that card. It, it's the you know the holy grail. If you want to own that mantle or that Gretzky, it's the holy grail of cards. Okay, so uh, current NHL players, who wh- which player? Like, give me the top three or four. Who has the most sought after cards? I assume Connor's on the list. Yeah, absolutely, Connor number one. Uh, right now, Ovechkin is getting a lot of heat because obviously approaching Gretzky's record. You can throw the obvious in there as well. Sidney Crosby, I think Austin Matthews would have to be thrown in that category. And then any of the hot rookies. Everybody's looking to catch that next lightning in a bottle. Obviously, right now, next year, everybody is gearing up for Connor Bedard. Uh, We'll have a, a ton of people looking for his cart, hoping he's the next generational hockey player. Um, but I think those are the top four for sure. Uh, McDavid, uh, Ovechkin, Crosby, uh, Austin Matthews would probably be your top guys right now. Four current players. Interesting. Okay. And you mentioned, Wayne, this is, this is great. We're going to, we got to do this again. Cause I, whenever we talk, I always start thinking of more questions just as we're talking to you. We, we started with the mantle card. So it's the 1952 tops Mickey mantle rookie. You said you've had a couple mantles come through your store. Was it the 52 rookie specific or were they other mantle cards? No, it was the 52 specific. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, great to see. Uh, you know, stuff like that, you, even for myself, you know, doing it as long as I have, it's still something to actually see and have in your hand to, uh, you know, to look at those cards. And obviously in a process like that, we immediately say, look, I, I'd love to buy the card. I'd love to look at the person who owns the card and say, I'll buy it. The immediate reaction is send it away to be graded. Um, get it down there, whatever company you use, send it down to be graded. Then, if you uh, you know if you deem fit, bring it back and we can talk. Okay, that that that's uh, that's amazing. So I'm curious to see. I think they said the auctions next month. So I'm, you are you could you you think this mantle might hit ten mil? I believe it will. I, I honestly believe <laughs> okay. it will. Yeah, we gotta. You, if I if I'm if if I'm not talking about it, you gotta text me and remind me, or, or when it does sell, you gotta <laughs> you gotta let me know because I I want to follow this. Uh, Wayne, where can people visit you in person if they want to? We are right across the street from West Edmonton Mall in the Westgate Shopping Center, uh, 170, 90, uh, sorry, 17020 90th Ave, uh, right where the McDonald's and the Boston Pizza are. Uh, and uh, it, it is a fun store to visit, and I will tell people there are there is more than just sports cards. It's uh, it's it's pretty it's a fun store, and and you will gladly have a conversation like this, time permitting, with anybody that goes in, as I have found out on a couple of occasions myself. Hey, Wayne, thanks for doing this. Please keep in touch. Awesome segment, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Reed. Appreciate you having me on the show. That is Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards and Collectibles. Uh, he told you where they are, 170th Street and uh, 90th Avenue. Man, oh, man. Mickey Mantle card. Probably going to hit $10 million. Back in a couple minutes. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. This is well, you know, you can't ham if you sign up for the Inside Sports Podcast. I wish everybody could get a Mickey Mantle rookie card, but that's uh, simply not going to be possible. Great interview with Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards and Collectibles. So this Mickey Mantle 1952 Tops rookie he expects in auction will sell for over $10 million. Pretty good. And as he explained... Yes, the the quality of the player, the quality of the card is important. And then there's also the status 
of owning that card. And, and I, I find that really interesting that, that a Wayne Gretzky rookie card that is graded a one. So the worst possible condition a card could be in, I can't even imagine how bad that would be. Like, I, I don't know, like pea soup spilled on it, like spaghetti sauce. I don't, I don't know how bad it would have to be. Could still be worth eight hundred to a thousand dollars. And then obviously, with the the mint ones, get up into the the thousands or the even the millions. But uh, so there's just a, a certain certain status to having certain cards. And as he said, this Mickey Mantle. Okay, so say it sells for ten million dollars. Well then the next guy who wants it is going to have to pay 12 or 15, right? Because that's just, just how it goes. Get more on the Oilers news today. Pugliarvi, new contract. Mark Stewart, new assistant coach on globalnews.ca or 630ched.com. If uh, you're golfing in the Mark Spector Classic to uh, help out Sports Central tomorrow at the quarry, I will see you there. Uh, I will have Inside Sports from 6 to 8 tomorrow night. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. He's on holidays this week. Big thanks to Derek Scott. He is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.